This episode and all episodes of The Social Drinkers is brought to you by the daughters of Robin and Tanya. Hashtag self-funded. Let's start the show. Hey guys, this is Alan. And this is TK. And we are the Social Drinkers. So I pull up Twitter. And one of the top things trending is super gonorrhea. I'm sorry, what is that? <laughs> super gonorrhea. Huh? But like, what is that? I, I don't know. But there's Why a is lot that of... trending? Oh my God. Why is it trending? Uh... <laughs> I want to know why it's trending. <laughs> Something to do with Trump, apparently. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um... But it just made me want to become celibate, if that's what's trending in 2020. Super gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, regular gonorrhea. It's just, but like, super gonorrhea? I don't know. I'll keep looking while we discuss this. Mm. Or discuss other things. Mm. Okay. Well, I wanted to just let you know that Nick Cannon had another child, his partner, and they named the baby Powerful Queen. Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. I hate I hate these celebrities and these stupid ass names. I know that, you know, no name really should be stupid, but the names that they give these children are fucking stupid. Apple. <laughs> Actually that's the most probably normal. <laughs> yeah, that that's but I I'm gonna say it started there. Yeah, probably, yeah. It started yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Powerful, powerful queen, Cannon. So, like, what's her nickname? Is it is it Pal? That would be a cool nickname, though. I would rather than being called Powerful Queen. Right. I I, I would find a way to change. I mean, but if you're gonna, I mean, you're gonna grow up. Hopefully, your dad can keep his life and his money together, and then you don't have to grow up like. Um, like regular Jagula, take it. Regular Jagula, and um, okay. So no, uh, the super gonorrhea is a new strain of gonorrhea. Apparently, that is antibiotic resistant. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need this in 2020. It's not even 2021 yet. No, which is why I said I don't trust that hoe. No, I, I'm I'm not excited to see what 2021 we has got to offer. Four more days left in this year. I don't trust Is it four? Yes. Fuck. Yes. Because in three of those days, is as we record this. Is your birthday. Yeah. When this comes out, there will you know, be less of those days. But <laughs> <laughs> all the same. Um, yeah. Uh, this has been the most interesting year. I'm just wondering how this super years. gonorrhea is spreading when we're supposed to be staying the fuck at home. 
that's the Lord saying y'all asses need to be in the house. Not only do you have COVID-19, but you also, also have super gonorrhea. I'm not even sure, like, so what, how do you, I guess if you have gonorrhea and then you find out that they, the antibiotics aren't working, I guess that's when you find out you have super gonorrhea. Yeah. Yeah. But like. So it says overuse of antibiotics in the community can fuel the emergence of antimicrobial resistance and gonorrhea. Yeah, like, we ain't scared of this. Right. It don't impact us that <laughs> That's <long>. cute. <laughs> We've studied this bitch. <laughs> and we mutated. <laughs> and we created an alliance. <laughs> is basically what it's saying. Well, I mean, it's just like they came out with the covid vaccine and they were like hey so this whole new strain is a lot more um ew. yeah you can catch it a lot easier guys <laughs> and it's like the children are carrying it it's pretty bad yeah and the, the the manufacturers are quick to be like i'm sure our vaccine covers that too uh we don't have any like tests or anything or any proof that this strain even exists we know there are two separate strains of covid Already, uh, just yeah. Just that's why I'm like, we have this strain that came from Asia yeah. over on the west coast, and on the east coast, it came from Europe. Yeah, probably still via China because we know that that's where, where it originated. It originated, but it and then mutated. it mutated along the way before it came to the east coast. So yes, I'm sure this virus has mutated several times. This is not shocking. It shouldn't be shocking to anyone. Um. You know, I actually saw something the other day that was talking about how black people are not trustworthy of the vaccine. Yeah. And I, it's not so much we're not trustworthy of the vaccine. It's just that we are leery because of the, our history with um, medicine and medical things altogether. I and mean, still, still to this day, I'm like, you can um, be a doctor in ICU and still get treated like complete shit. Yes. Like that doctor who just passed, passed away. Away. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, it's black and minority women die at a much higher rate during childbirth than anyone else. Yep. I mean, it is, these are things that are still happening because p- people still live under this delusion that, Black people especially have some sort of superpower where we don't feel pain. Right. But yet, um, we're, they're superior to us? Make it make sense. It doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been very strange. And it's not like um, we, as regular degulas, are going to have access to a vaccine anytime soon. So no, it's fine. Because I ain't got no money to be paying for extra tests and extra vaccinations. Well, you also have allergies too. Right. So they're like, yeah, they're like, hey, so if you have severe allergies and I think about gluten and break out in hives, so. Right. So you're out. I mean, and the fact that they just, the reality is they just don't have enough and they really need to, here's what I find funny. Politicians, y'all got vaccinated? Right. When the vast majority of y'all don't believe in mask wearing and didn't really believe it was a real thing to be concerned about in the right. first place. Yelling it's a host. Still a saying host. that these people didn't die of COVID. And ask any doctor. Ask any doctor. Regardless of what your underlying condition is, you can live forever with asthma. Mm-hmm. But if you, but get, if you COVID, get COVID, 
you died of COVID because it exacerbated. Yes, and created the complications. I don't understand why this is so hard to explain. I didn't go to medical school. I didn't either. You went to medical school via Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, exactly. You know, it's 15 years yeah. of studying Grey's Anatomy medicine. But so. as someone with no medical school background, I don't understand why this is so hard to understand. I mean, if scientists, like legitimate scientists, back it up and say things and I can read things I can do the research myself mm-hmm. I'm inclined to believe it yeah but I'm just not going to be like the first person in line it's yeah, like no when a new phone not. comes out I'm not trying to get that new phone they got to work out all the, the all bugs the and, stuff. and stuff like that I'll wait till like you know it's just like had I ran out to get that vaccine when it first started bitch I might have needed three EpiPens right <laughs> so exactly <laughs> you might have died from the exactly. vaccine exactly so. you know I mean it's a tricky thing it's not just like all vaccines vaccinations are i believe and i i am a non non-anti-vaxxer yeah. i completely believe in vaccinations i just think that the people who actually need to get them like the first responders and our medical staff needs to get that first mm-hmm. because they're right there nursing homes and they old have the people, most exposure to it. all that makes total sense yeah. to me politicians does not make sense no i mean even people who work have jobs that you at the grocery workers, store yes you need it Yep. You work in shipping, receiving somewhere. You need it. You need it. Um, hell, delivery people. You need, <laughs> it. you need it. You know, but like. Put me at the bottom of the totem pole. I'm good. Place. I'm good. Because if the rest of y'all got it, then I feel a lot, you know, safer. A lot better and a lot better that you are safe too, now. I can see uh, how this is going to work out. Yeah, if y'all still made it, yeah, then I'm good. And the rest of us, just give be, me, just give me a sneak preview. Yeah, I just need to know it's okay. You know, so. I need one of them trailers where like half the movie is in the trailer, right? And then I'll know like, okay, it's oh, worth no. seeing. I need the ending. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna get all of that. Oh man, I need, I need, I need at least a hint of what the ending is. I need it to look like something we've already seen. Okay. <laughs> well, um, this is our last show of 2020. So, I feel it is apropos that we are drinking a Black is Beautiful yep. today because that seems to kind of encapsulate the year of 2020. So, um, this one is by Gate City here in, uh, in Roswell. Which people from Roswell will tell you it's ATL, but that's fake. Now I got filthy in my head. I knew you were gonna <laughs> I knew what I was gonna say. Hate is gonna say it's fake. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then uh, like, is gonna say it's fake. So real. <laughs> it doesn't help that I look through my Justin Timberlake book. Put your filthy hands all over me. No, this ain't the clean version. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know he says it, but it's just like every time he says it, I'm, I'm like, like, JT, what meat you talking what about? What do you know? What meat that? are you talking about, JT? Which meat exactly are we referring And what are you going to do with that meat? <laughs> I will stick around and find out. I mean, apparently. You know, I don't want to hear about it. Create a whole nother baby. 
I guess my, my being the mysterious concert girl didn't work. No. <laughs> but I love that. I love that on TikTok. That's great. You sent me like 15 TikToks over the past probably a couple of days, and I've only watched probably three of them. No, it's okay. All right. Well, here we go. Cheers. Smells good. Mm-hmm. This has orange in it, right? If it does, I can't taste that. I can't taste it either. It tastes like coffee. Mm-hmm. It's good, though. It's delicious. It tastes like a stout. Which is appropriate. <laughs> yes. No shade to anyone, but all the shade. All the shade. No shade, but all the shade. Okay. You should know who you are. So. Oh, fun. <laughs> I have this card game. Black card revoked. Yeah. Original flavor. Okay. And I played this with my uh, family on Christmas Eve. And I feel like I'm about to embarrass myself. It was hilarious. So the thing is that there are no, like... Writing no, answers? I mean, there are, but there aren't. You know. Okay, so here's one. Who is the better blue-eyed soul artist from back in the day? A, Hall & Oates. B, Bobby Caldwell. C, John B. D, Tina Marie. I'm going to go with... Hollow notes. They are my jam. I would concur. Based on popularity. Yeah. Bobby Caldwell just sounds like a black person's name. Yeah, it does. Um, and Tina Marie, I never understood the draw because her voice was just very like and just whiny to me. I, I I no no shade to 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 Tina Marie, but it's I mean I don't I don't I wouldn't Yeah. I obviously didn't do well, I haven't done any, but obviously I didn't. I don't think I did enough cocaine. Maybe to appreciate it. Maybe I think that's no book of sugar. Mm. Which TV show should they bring back? Chappelle's Show, A Different World, The Wire, or Living Single? Why? What? All of them. Honestly, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say uh, no, 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 and yes. You can't recreate the magic. Like, the Chappelle show would not get away with half the stuff they get away with. No, they wouldn't. But the way I see the Chappelle show, he highlights a lot of the issues that we have in society. Yes. In a funny way. Which makes people... But people... Not in a funny way, but, like, through comedy. No, and I get what you're saying, but people are a lot more sensitive than they were. No, he definitely would not get away with that. Um... Okay, so, no. At Different World, I feel like we already kind of have variations of that. Yeah, so we like, do. And we have, like, um, grown-ish. Yeah, that's so very different world. That's very world different world D. Um, you the can't wire. recreate the wire. You can't. Whereas Living Single... I feel like you could do a modern you day. You could do a modern day yeah. of that. And cover a lot of very, very relevant... Very current issues. And current issues. And it really be really, really interesting. 100% agree. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is basically, okay, here's one. This is, what was funny about this is that my dad was reading these questions. Uh-huh. And it made me laugh because <clears throat> according to Boosie, and my dad's like, I don't know who Boosie is. I'm like, of course, of course you don't. Right. Of course you don't. Right. Um, after wiping down your shoulders, what should you wipe next? Shirt, chest, Pants or shoes. I just went blank because I felt so much pressure. <laughs> You're trying to sing the song in yeah. your head. 
And then you know what keeps popping in my head, Jay Z. Oh, <laughs> that's the shoulders off. And I'm like, yeah. stop fucking me up. Yeah, that's not it. Why do I want to say shirt? No, it's chest. Oh god. Damn. And I see, I don't know the order. I just know a white down. And then, like, I think he spells out independent somewhere in there. N D E P E N D E N T D. You know what that Wipe me down. That's all I got. Um. I told you I was going to embarrass myself. No, it's fine. People like, this research me to see if I'm really black after this. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, this one's... You know it's about to be a fight when you hear someone say, we need to talk. <laughs> I just think it's funny how... how? So, what you not going to do is... Didn't I tell you? Mm-hmm. I really feel like any of those... It what you're not fight. about to do, though. But what you're not going to do is, yeah. about, is a fight. That's the equivalent of taking off your earrings. Yeah, the others is like an argument. Yeah. But like, you know, a fight like, is literally talk, about to go But what you're, not, what you're not about to do, yeah. like, you already rubbing your hands together to get ready to warm them up. Okay, so here you go. This is the one that was really funny. There's most likely to be a fight in the club if the DJ plays which song? Shook Ones, Mob Deep, Hard in the Paint, Waka Flocka, Down for My, and this is my dad. In word. <laughs> no, he goes, wait, no, sorry. He goes, Down for My, in percent sign, dollar sign, G A S. See murder. Nuck if you buck. Crime mob. Nuck if you buck. And so my niece and my sister and I were like, nuck, 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 if you buck. Man, I listen to that when I get ready to work out and I need a little pick-me-up. Yeah, I mean. Because it just gets your adrenaline going. Okay, so I'm going to ask maybe like a couple more. Okay. And then we'll move on. Um, which southern rap group had the biggest impact on the culture? Migos, Outkast. 3-6 Mafia or UGK? Which I think this is pretty... I don't think this one's a debatable one. Outcast. Yeah. Duh. I mean, as much as comparatively I love, speaking... As much as I love 666 Mafia... Yeah. <laughs> Outcast. My niece, my little baby niece loves Outcast. I played, uh... I played a couple of their songs and she, like, was going crazy. I was like, yes, that and Run DMC. I just feel like, I mean, we're raising, like, Georgia kids, so... Yeah, they need to know. They need to, to know. And it's really interesting, because I didn't grow up here. As long as my kids, no shade to the people who are locally from here. As long as they don't get the accent, I think we know. <laughs> what do you mean, Minka? I can do it. I can't. Hey. It's just like... Hey. It's just like, you know, listen to your my family from New Orleans. It's like... It's okay, baby. We we talk like that. I can't even do it right. Yeah, we we do our Atlanta accent. And they do sister in law. Like they say Joker. What's up, Joker? Like I can't I can't even do it right. Yeah. But I'm like Like sometimes I walk in the house and I'm like, hey Mecca. (laughs) I just I hate it. I hate that accent. I just it's so bad. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's it is absolutely terrible. And I didn't even realize that was an Atlanta thing. I just thought it was it was a thing. Here you go. Because some of these people are on the sick and shut-in list. Oh, Lord. Um, which, quote-unquote, conscious person needs to have several seats? Kanye West. Not on here. 
Uh, Tyrese. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I would consider him even conscious. No! Uh, That's why I'm laughing. I'm pretty sure he's knocked out after sleeping in 90 degree weather uh, to keep away the COVID. Jesse Williams, Charlemagne the God, Brother Umar Johnson. Oh, God. Okay, it's a tie for me. Okay. Charlemagne. Yeah. And Umar. Yeah. But someone's like, who is Umar Johnson? I was like, I'm just going to say, you remember that skit from In Living Color where Damon Wayans was in prison and he had the Kente Clock hat and he was like, the predestination of my (laughs) situation leads to the decapitation of my know what the fuck he's saying half the time this is why i'm saying that and then charlamagne he is nothing but an instigating shit starter agreed agreed i'm like no you're you're not you're not doing it for no you're just trying to start shit what is something that black families don't often talk about sex death homosexuality homosexuality being Mental illness. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ah. Can we do a two for one? Right. <laughs> That's not true. They, they. No. They definitely do not talk about mental illness, and they don't talk about homosexuality. Yeah. Um, but it's the way that they do talk about those things that is very yeah. much interesting. When to me. I had to go on stress leave. And um, my doctor put me on medication. My dad's like, just just fill those up. You don't really need to take those. You ain't got nothing to stress about. The fuck? Bitch, you don't know my life. <laughs> it's Also, sometimes it's a chemical thing. Yeah. A lot of it is um, chemical. Yeah. I mean, people do genuinely have chemical if, imbalance. It's like, like it's if I hear pray about it one more time. I don't work for everybody. It doesn't. I mean, I and like, also, um, I prayed, and the Lord, and you know, popped up and was like, "We got these whole talk space. We got right. <laughs> tele docs. Here's this good ass insurance, <laughs> so that you can go get you some help." Right. So, in my name, Amen. <laughs> I mean, why else would doctors exist? Why else would the therapy? Well, it's funny that my exist? dad talks to me about that because when I. A lot of my degrees focused on behavioral health. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're going to talk to me, someone whose concentration centered around psychology, mm-hmm. about how mental illness isn't a thing. Okay, now. Okay. <laughs> um, so I just want to talk about rich people being rich. Um, and... I just it's not even that but I think it's more just what is going on currently in our country is that people are starving at a crazy rate um there are so many people who are hungry there are people who are about to lose their homes people without jobs like the unemployment rate is astronomical businesses are closing right and left but I am seeing constantly rich people um I bought my girlfriend a Bentley for Christmas and I gave her this 19 karat diamond ring and this, that, and the third. And on top of them buying this asinine stuff, they're getting like free boxes of clothes from people. And it's just like, I granted, I don't know what they do behind closed doors right. in terms of what they donate. And 
but at the same time I just feel like y'all don't need the free box you don't need the free clothes but also like in lieu of let's say I'm dating some rapper Mm -hmm. my birthday is coming up instead of him getting me a diamond ring for every carrot that I have been born on this world what you were going to spend on that put it towards put it towards some meals yeah some people's rents you know what this is why we're not rich because we're too giving we are but it's like i feel like it's not like i it's not like i could give all of my money away not all but like i I don't understand you can't take it with you either exactly i don't under like yeah get some nice things you're entitled to have some nice things because you worked hard for it but a carrot for every fucking year you've been on this earth yeah i don't get the fuck out of here with that shit right it's unnecessary. It really is. Because where are you going? Where it would be it, safe for and you to even wear thing. that. Where the fuck are you going? And bitch, we know y'all traveling and going all over the place. Right. Having super spreader events. It's like I'm watching people. Um, for instance, Sierra is somewhere skiing with. Um, Russell. Yes. And Kobe Bryant's widow. And, you know, I'm like. Rich people be rich people in. Like, I mean... <laughs> but they're the first to be like, let's sing a song to bring us all together for COVID. Imagine this. No. Fuck your damn song. Stay But I also find it disingenuous when they're like, okay, guys, at 5 p.m., I'm giving out five between $500 and $1,000 to random people's cash apps if you drop it. It's like, no. Do you know how many people are going to... Right, why don't you just go through your list and randomly select from your followers? Somebody completely unexpected. Yeah. Someone who doesn't also have a million plus followers. Yeah. Like, just... And it's just... And you can go and click on their profiles and and see see that they're just a regular, regular person. I've said that probably three times this episode. Some people post their struggles. And I... And that's the thing is I think people are generally disingenuous on social media anyway. Yeah. Because people only really post the A sides of life and yeah. people don't post their B and C sides. But when they do post them, the ones, you know, I follow who try to be influencers are like, guys, you know. It's the bullshit. Sometimes I get really low and it just, I get in a really dark place. But thanks to so and so's vibrators, I am <laughs> like, it's like. <sighs> you know what? You know what I'm sick of? The body positivity from skinny bitches. You guys, I may look skinny, but if I go but like I this, this, I have. If I go all the way and concave my whole body, I have fat rolls rolls too. First of all, we are not saying there's anything wrong with having fat rolls. Nothing, but like the over exaggeration to prove that you have them. Yeah, that's not what it's about. And nobody's anything wrong with you being naturally skinny. No, or working out to you stay that way. No, I'm not shaming nobody in either direction. Nobody. What I'm I'm just saying it's not necessary. Is hijacking a movement to make it about you when. It ain't none of your fucking business. Agree. So you over here in fat people's business, what you need to be at is the fucking Chipotle, the Del Taco, the McDonald's, and all that other shit. And then maybe you can join in our body positivity movement. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a hard thing because it's like, if I'm too honest online, Mm -hmm. 
then I won't get the endorsements that other people get. also get. If I sit here and talk about how I suffer from XYZ, yeah. I won't have companies reaching out to me like, you know what, I appreciate your positivity, you're, you know, you're gaining this, you're Let, gaining let's that. Let's be real. If and we talk just, about our real struggles as black women... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's just be real no, 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 because yeah. we're going to be seen as problematic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and that's on per <laughs> I mean it's, it's, it's rough but I, I also have to say that it's been very interesting to see people not posting about how um New Year, New Me. 2021 is going to be my year. You know what? It is going to um, be my year. Because I've already mentally prepared to stay the fuck in the house. And it's going to be about me. So. I just think people are so, such in a rush to get back to living their old lives that they keep forgetting that we still are in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's still happening. Very much so. Um, it's not going anywhere. At all. We still are dealing with nonsense politically. Oh, such bullshit. You know, and, you know, it's going to take a while for things to change in a more positive direction. Uh, I blame so. those dirty, dirty ghetto leftist BLM supporters. Sorry. I just had to do it. I ghetto, ghetto, BLM. Like, it's just... <laughs> I, I, Christian Walker. Lord. Like, sick and shut in. Sick and shut in. <laughs> so I showed it to my brother. You out here twerking for Trump, boo? What? what? Make it make sense. Please. How much are they paying you? I could... You're trying to educate me? Did you even finish college? <laughs> but uh, you know what? You though. don't need it. You don't need it. The internet. No. Most people, that's how most people are like, I don't need to go to college. I can just Google it and it tells me the answer. Everything. I just select which one I feel is correct. The one that's closest to what I already thought it was the answer. So, it's like I was talking to my husband the other day and I was like, you know, I miss when the History Channel was the actual History Channel. And I learned things. Yeah. About history. Like things that we didn't learn. Right. And because um, I was watching one of them. I'm glad they're making it into a series. But I saw it was. Well, I watched this show when I was. I just had um, my daughter last year. And it was the food that America built. Yeah. And it was all about Coca-Cola and McDonald's and KFC. You know, I love me as Coca-Cola. Yeah. Well, it's like everybody knows. And living in Atlanta. I was really interested about this. Yeah. It's like, I've been to Cantler Park um, probably about four or five times since I've lived here. No clue. Asa Candler bought Coca-Cola. Made Coca-Cola what it is today. Oh. But John Pemberton invented it. And what we didn't know was John Pemberton was a drug addict. Yeah, I knew about. I knew about. And he sold 
I know about the bat off cocaine. Yeah, we all, we all knew about the cocaine, but he was on the cocaine, and he sold parts of it so he could for, to feed his drug habit. Oh wow! And that basically, once he died and got the last little bit of it from his family. Asa Candler tried to burn anything that had John Pemberton's name on it to make it seem like he invented Coca-Cola. Huh? Stuff you... Like, if I go to the Coca-Cola Museum, I don't remember hearing nothing about Pemberton. Well, I know about Pemberton. But I mean to this degree. Yeah. Like, I Candler, 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 yeah. Candler, Candler. But you don't really hear about the shady dealings yeah, and all that stuff. I didn't know about all that. And, um... Like, I knew about Kellogg's and the Kellogg Brothers yeah. and, um, you know, um, post of post-cereal fame. There was always, like, the lesser cereal. And it was always the lesser cereal. Um, Who's one of those Raisin Bran? I believe that's a post-brand. I actually like Raisin Bran. No way. I don't care for raisins I unless they're golden. Oh, God. I might stop and get me some Raisin Bran on the way home. I don't like... Ugh, oh, I my God. It's so good. I tried. There's like a that's, like, that's like shredded wheat. I can't do that either. I can't do shredded wheat, but there's like a hint of sweetness in the Raisin Bran that just... Mm. Officially an old person. <laughs> if you tell me you're going to eat grape nuts, I'm going to leave it. Um, I do like grape nuts. Also a post-cereal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like... He stole the idea for the cornflakes from the Kellogg's yeah. and created his brand of cereal. And actually, he stole, he got in touch with the person who made the machines to make the flakes and was like, you have an exclusive deal with me. You can't make them for anyone else. So when Kellogg's building burned down, oh shit, they were like, oh, I need these rebuilt. And he's like, uh, I can't because X, Y, Z. Right. Even though it was Kellogg who helped create this machine. Right. And, um, so yeah, it was like a big old mess. But anyway, Post killed himself because he had, I believe he was probably a hypochondriac and thought he had all these health problems. His daughter took over. She's the one that made it what it is today and mm-hmm. made it like General Mills. Yeah. Like she bought some, everybody. She went to, um, which I didn't know Birdseye was like a person. I just knew it was a company. Yeah. But it was a person. Birdseye is the vegetables. Right? Frozen. Yeah. He was doing frozen foods before there was a freezer. So it was just sitting there waiting for something and she comes along and um, he's like, yeah, I'll sell it for like 12 million. She's not going to pay $12 million for it. And she's like, no, I don't want to own three quarters of anything because he was only going to give her 70%. Right. And she's like, I want the whole thing. She was Shark Tank before Shark Tank. Yeah. And so he's like another 10 million and she's like 22 million done. I mean, I'll give you the money tomorrow. And I'm like, so not only that, but she kept him on salary and a CEO of that division. So he already had 22 mil. And because then you just, know what? Women get shit done. They do. And they now the right she built several homes, including Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. sold it to the U.S. government, who then sold it to Donald Trump. But anyway, it was a very interesting show. That's the kind of stuff I like to see on the History Channel. Um, Earlier uh, the other day, I was watching, like, The Men Who Built America, The Frontiersmen and stuff. Like, that stuff really interests me because this is why I probably love Hamilton so much. It's like, I like, like, a point in time and really, like, flushing it out and all the stuff you don't know in your history book. Your history book just gives you, like... like, Fuck the history books, man. Exactly. I want to deep dive into it. And I think that's probably why I was not interested in history in school, because I'm like, dude, we literally went through this last fucking year. Yeah. You just moved some words around. 
It's the same stuff. It's very repetitive. Um, but it, nothing gets flushed out. No. Right. They, they just like, oh, okay, there was slavery. Slavery was bad. Uh, yeah. Gone with the wind. That happened. And then um, <laughs> Jim Crow. And then, oh, guess what, black people? You have you guys, no more problems. You guys, MLK saved y'all. Cured after, everything. After they killed him, they were like, you know what? Slavery is bad. So is... Let's um, make his dream come true. Being racist. We all need to get along. We're singing Kumbaya now. Where everything's... The fuck we Racism's are. cured. It does not exist anymore. Right. Um, yeah. Like, you don't really get to flush stuff out until you go to college. And then you still have to do that on your own time. Exactly. If I had to watch Little Boy King one more time. <laughs> Mine wasn't... We didn't watch that one. We watched... Um, oh, God. The one about the Little Rock Nine. Okay, yeah. But I can't remember I can't what think it was called. But Morris Chestnut was the lead. Yeah. That's the only reason. I, I think exactly it was like a Disney version of that story. Yeah, my dad was like, y'all watching Little Boy King again? I got this movie about Malcolm X. Go ahead. <laughs> That's probably why yeah. I am the way I am Our today. parents actually lived yeah. through that. Like, my dad could sit and... He's now at a point where he's like telling me stories about stuff from exactly. his childhood. Because I guess he feels like I'm an adult now because I have children and I can handle it. When I could have handled it when I was 15. I wish you had told me. I when wish I was you had told me when I was so that I would 15. understand the extent of but it. But also of like sugarcoating and saying like yes, but also like it prepares you for things. Yes, stuff could have been avoided if I had known X Y Z. If exactly. you kind of already know that some things are stacked against you in a certain way. Then that helps you kind of navigate your waters a bit better. There's a way to have instead that of going straight, maybe let's go around. Exactly. A zigzag pattern. You're still gonna get to where you go, but you won't continue to hit walls. Like, don't move me to the slums at East Cobb and make me think I'm at even playing field with all these other kids. Slums of East Cobb. Knowing good and well, it's not really the slums. I know it's not. It's just we makes have me laugh a JC Penney's and a Macy's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a candle on Bath and Body Works. What? Trader rich, rich, rich. We have a Trader Joe's, a Whole Foods, and a Sprouts over there now. Woo! All within walking distance. Amazing. I can't imagine what my neighborhood probably looks like now. God. I haven't driven through it um, since... It's probably been about four or five years since... No, I... Yeah, probably about four or five years since I've been back. Yeah. And driven through it. Well, every time I go... Um, I can only imagine, though. Every time I go back, there's always something new. Like, my elementary school, they rebuilt it. And I'm like, I don't understand the fuck why. Because that school was perfectly fine. We had two playgrounds. Hello. Some of these schools, like, they've... Hell, I'm not even sure if they tore it down. The last time I saw my middle school was several years ago. It was falling apart when I was going there. Right. So they finally closed it. But it's like, I look at some of these schools and it's like, wow, like, y'all don't even have, like, air conditioning in the south like oh no we had all of that well i mean like but the one not the window units yeah a lot of them still had window units and it's like they have to really rebuild the whole school in order to put indoor units in. yeah so like kids are sitting there like the kid closest to it is freezing the person on the other side of the room is like having you know hot spells slums of east cobb I mean, I grew up in Florida, so our school was... Yeah. When I moved there, they just built that high school, so it was, like, state-of-the-art. Yeah. Ours um, were pretty new. And then they still had that portable. Even my high school, though, that was pretty old. We didn't have that. 
Yeah. So. And it's always hot in Florida, yep. so the air conditioning needed to be on point. It was running all the time. It was always fucking cold in my school, to believe it or not. It's one way or the other. Yeah. It's never, like, both. But I also feel like, I don't understand why the bus doesn't have air conditioning. I rode the bus all through high school. And when I say all through high school, I mean until the day I fucking graduated. The only, actually, correction, the only time I didn't ride the bus was when I transferred my senior year and I found me a little boyfriend who had a pickup truck. Um, <clears throat> that should have been my sign to run. And Not necessarily, it's the South, but yes, I get what you're saying. I should have ran. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, he picked me up and drove me to and from school while we were dating until I found out he was fucking some other trailer trash girl. Oh. Yeah. So, I put out, that was my first, I put out for a Jimmy Eat World CD and a Limp Biscuit CD. <laughs> What does that say about you? I thought that was love. That's not love, sweetheart. I was just ready to give it up, honestly. That's not love. I I mean, I I get that. It was disappointing. You got to remember, I was the middle schooler who was sitting in the dark on AIM. (laughs) Right, that's what you're talking about, like, 30-year-old men and stuff. Talking to (laughs) 30-year-old men. I had no... I probably... Shit. I'm surprised my ass did not get abducted, but I wasn't allowed to leave the house, so... See, I didn't... I wasn't on the computer. Girl. Like, in high school? No. I wasn't on the computer. Honestly, I spent a lot of time with, like, my friend, uh, Jenny. Like, we hung yeah. out a lot, and I was with her family I didn't a lot. I to become a hacker. <laughs> but I was... Ne- I really could, didn't spend much time on the computer. No. My dad kept changing I can't imagine what it would be like now, but... And I had to hack into the computers. Like, I did a lot of sports. I did a, a lot, lot of sports school too. activities. But I wasn't allowed to go out with friends, so like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was constantly out with my friends. See, I wasn't. <laughs> I think so that's like, the, Yeah, I was yeah, constantly so out with my friends. So our computer was constantly. downstairs in our den, which, like, yeah. led up to the um, driveway. I can't even remember doing homework. Like, that's yeah. basically how that. I literally cannot remember and ever doing homework. I would sit homework. in the dark, and I didn't think about this back then, but the glow with the monitor probably gave it away. <laughs> but my dad was a DJ, so I would be up. Yeah. Late at night when everyone else was asleep, uh-huh. being fast as hell, and then as soon as I saw headlights pull into the um, driveway, I would unplug the computer and plug it back up so it would shut down, <laughs> and okay. then run upstairs again, because I didn't have time to wait for it to shut down. Uh, oh, yeah. Back yeah. then, it took a long time yeah. to shut down. Yeah. So, I didn't really, like, computer stuff till I was in college. Yeah. And I only used AIM to, like, talk to other people, all the friends I had on campus, and to decide what time we were going to meet up to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Or to, like, fake stalk people. I was really big on that. And, you know, and having, like, really quippy away messages. like Oh, the away messages were bomb. The away messages. Um, I always had, like, if you get this, just peep my, uh, this week's 10 top hit list if you want it. Right. We got a problem. <laughs> I remember my first lover. <sighs> <laughs> wasn't really a lover because we never met right (laughs) his name was mike i was in sophomore year in high school Uh uh-huh he was 34 oh my god (laughs) did he know that how old you were i don't remember girl to catch a predator (laughs) i was trying to set somebody's ass up you were Like, I you think you missed your calling because you're like, I have history doing this, so this yeah. is like perfect. I told for him me. I looked like Tyra Banks because 
We. I'm really glad I did not take a sip. I would have been in so <laughs> really tell you why. Right. Let me tell you why. Because you know Tyra Banks was a CoverGirl model. Yeah. And so she, they had the color of her shade mm-hmm. that she wore on there, and we were the same shade, toasted almond. So I, the way I would describe myself, I was like, oh, you know, toasted almond skin. <laughs> <laughs> kind of look like Tyra <laughs> you know almond shaped eyes yeah because you could be you were catfishing people before I that was. was like a thing and so um like he described what he looked like I never saw a picture of him yeah. like he had like dark hair and blue eyes and I worked at Dunkin Donuts at the time and I knew that I knew Mike oh I remember this yes. he told me the story yeah. yeah so Mike would drive like a red pickup truck so every time this guy would come through the drive-thru with his red pickup truck and he called me sweetie and all that so I was like it's Mike he found me <laughs> you know and I see, literally thought we had a connection looking back you're like that's yeah, it's um, yeah. all kinds of fucked up so like, all kinds I would see him pull into the parking lot and I would literally push bitches out the way to fix this man's coffee literally an episode of Web of Lives <laughs> it is <laughs> literally an episode <laughs> I know I yeah. I hope my parentals don't hear this episode. You and I like completely different. Like mm-hmm. I just I didn't spend that much time on the computer. I probably spend because it's in my hand now. Yeah. But like no, yeah. I didn't really. No, my ass. You know, occasionally I I spent so much time with like my friends pretty much every day that there really wasn't a need for me to be on the computer. I had it for school. Yeah, but no. See, I feel like if my parents had let me have a social life, yeah, we wouldn't be in this predicament. <laughs> I mean, it's really interesting because um, my niece, I have one of my old phones uh-huh. that I've had. Like, it's from 2004. What is it? Like a Nokia Razor? No, I never had a Razor because oh. I thought they were stupid. I, I had a flip razors. It's a still a flip, flown, a okay. flip phone. But it's like this big. It's like a Is it the gray inches. one? Yeah, it's like a little gray. It's yeah. like a perfect pocket phone. And the razor was so it had cool. a battery in it. And it, and it had just enough charge. Like, you could actually turn it on and look at old text messages. And right. I was like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> well, I'm we like, start texting them. Right. Oh, let's do that one episode. We should do, like, a texting <laughs> Well, one of them I still talk to you. But it's funny because it's like, he's in my, in that phone is the white devil. Yeah. And I clearly remember, like, we were, because we met in culinary school. We would text all through class. Yeah. Then we lived on... So, culinary school was on one side of town. We both lived on the other side of town. We would drive and we would race each other to get home, which was insane because... Why didn't you guys just carpool? We didn't live that close. We just lived on the same side of town. Okay. We didn't live that close to each other. We just lived on the same side of town. Okay, gotcha. And... He drove like a Mustang. There was no... And he rode with this other dude who was kind of like a meathead and like... Mm-mm. So dangerous the whole time we're racing, and on 528, there's no cops, there's really no traffic, so you're just hightailing it. And no, we're not thinking about texting and driving and how dangerous that yeah. is. It is much harder to text on those phones. Oh, so because you have to go one, two, three, three four. to get to yeah. your letter. <laughs> and um, so, wow. It's am- amazing that we both made it out you know, alive, but it's very funny because I actually, and this probably, I texted him the day I got into a really bad car accident. I He had this thing of, look, I hope you die. Like, that was his, Yeah. that was just like, if I said something that 
was a sarcastic joke. That was just like his comeback. He was, his comeback was like, ugh, I hope you die. And right. so that was the last thing he texted me before my car like got hit yeah. and flipped on the highway. And it was, my accident was reported as a fatality. And one of my friends was my coworker and we all went to school together and we all hung out. So she's like, instantly she was like, I felt something hit me. Right. Like, this isn't good because you're never late. Right. And then so she heard about the accident and she knew I was on my way to work. And when she called me and couldn't get in touch with me, she knew. And so... um, It's funny how people can feel. Yeah. And so, like, I finally was able to... I had to have them look up the phone number because I couldn't find my phone, of course, in the car accident. And... um. She had, so the nurse had to go through a phone book to find the number of the place I worked so yeah. I call. And I'll never forget, this girl answered the phone. She's like, ooh, you late? And you no call, no show. I was like, I'm literally calling from a hospital. Right. <laughs> Can you just put old girl on the phone? So she goes, what hospital are you at? Before I could even get right. it out. And I told her, she's like, I'll be right there. And so she called like my mom and everybody. So here's me showing up to the hospital thinking it's going to be like Grey's Anatomy all rush, rush, hurry, hurry, hurry. Right. And they're like, you're not bleeding. Have a seat right there. We're going to keep you strapped to this gurney. Right. And I'm, so I'm like laying on the gurney. I was like, well, maybe I can still see some drama, you know, some innuendo. Right. Was not anything like Nothing. that. And then the adrenaline wore off. And so then the pain hit. And I was like, oh, oh God, this is the worst thing yeah, ever. I'm dying. And had to go through like all the ct scans and everything and i still had to wear like a, a neck brace for like three weeks because i had um hyperextended or something mm-hmm. anyway my hair was looking a hot mess you know and my parents came they had to drive like an hour and a half from Ooh. from tampa to yeah. to come to orlando so i come out and i'm in this wheelchair and i'm in a daze because now i'm drugged up and i see him because i'm like why are you here? I, I'm just like, <laughs> of all people, right. he had flowers. I'm like, why are you here? And he's like, I thought you were dead. And then I felt bad because I texted you, I hope you die. He's like, I'm never saying that again. That was a lie. That's because he texted, <laughs> it just was off the top. Like, he couldn't help himself. But right. he was like, I thought you had died. Like, Stacy called me crying and was like, Oh my god, hell, this has been this terrible car accident. She's in the hospital. I was like, I'm I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, who are all those people? I was like, people from school. Yeah, I'm popular. I can't help that I'm so popular. <laughs> Little did I know he was fucking all my friends. So I mean, you yeah. Know. Um, I finally uh I almost said came out to my mom about oh. <laughs> <laughs> But like I realized that would have come up, but I came out to my mom about like all the like high school crushes I had. Yeah. Because um, we had this discussion about how, like... I feel like your life was basically, like, welcome to Platteville, but, like... It, a little bit. A black version. A little bit. <laughs> I got grounded for liking a guy. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, because we were talking about how it's very difficult as a black woman to date. Yeah. And I was telling her, you know, I have tried shooting my shot with black guys. And they're like... Mm. <laughs> Okay, never mind. I'm just gonna go over here to Billy, who is down with the brown. 
<laughs> Billy blinked at me. So yeah, I'm, so I'm thinking, what's up, Billy? Right, we, we're, we're compatible. Right, right. Billy likes the camp. I'm down with crazy white people shit. So. That is very true. <laughs> like, maybe I'm meant to be with Billy. Maybe. <laughs> so I was I like, get it, yeah. So, yeah, so I told my mom about how, like, I asked this guy I was friends with, um, who was black, to go to prom with me. And she's like, oh, how'd that go? And I go, he was like, hmm. <laughs> but see, we're friends. Oh, no. And I see you as like a sister. And I was like, so mom, I tried to shoot my shot with black guys and they're just like not having it. I don't know if it's because I'm the weird black girl or because like, I, I don't know, but I tried. And I was like, and then there was my, our neighbor, Laddie, right? He's Nigerian. And, whew, girl, I think he was like three years older than me. And I told my mom, I was like, I had a thing for Laddie. You could not tell me nothing. I go, why do you think I was in the cul-de-sac playing kickball all summer? I just, I just asked that guy. <laughs> I was like, so why didn't we ever date? Right. And It's um, this beer talking. It is. <laughs> and my mom's like, Laddie. I mean, he was cute. First of all, his name is Laddie. He's Nigerian. Oh. Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed it. You were too busy shooting your shot. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> it's more like, huh. it's like one of those, huh? Why won't you do that? What? Me? But like, why didn't we? Yeah. I, I was wondering that when you were telling me the story. But my mom's like, Laddie, he's too old for you. And I was like, mm, is he? And then I'm thinking, you didn't catch on that my fiance was seven years older than me when I was 18. That's great. So. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. That's a lame. I hate that. But I told my mom now, I was like, you know what? I don't care if they're black, white, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just marrying for money. And if if he's a decent guy who is loaded, I'm not pulling out. (laughs) Period. I'm getting somebody's son pregnant. (laughs) The way you phrase it is hilarious. But I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's rough because it is, um, I think you and I are very similar that way in the sense that sometimes you were raised in the slums of East Cobb and I was raised in the projects of um, Citrus Park, Florida. And, you know, sometimes I feel like code switching until later in life. Right. But you also, it's one of those situations where it's like, the school I went to, for one, a lot of kids were bussed in from other neighborhoods. There weren't really black kids from from my neighborhood yeah. who went to the school. Um, and I kind of felt like I didn't really fit in yeah. with them. And so you kind of are stuck in the middle. It's like you're too black for the white kids, but, but not too white enough. for the black yes. kids. And so it's like, you know... You try to, like, hang out and kick it with them or whatever, but not enough for them to, like, date you. Because it's almost like, I feel like, I, I, I never forget, I had this guy, he's like, I just feel like if we go somewhere and, like, some girl, like, try to brush up on me and, like, are you going to say something to her? I was like, about what? <laughs> and he's like... Cause she trying to brush up on me. I was and like, here's my, and, and that's my whole thing. I never, it's kind of like a Jerry Springer situation. Yeah. Why am I going to fight her? You the problem. Right. If you, if she brush up on you, 
and you you and you respond that's a problem yeah yeah she wrong but you're in the wrong if you reciprocate or don't say hey I have a yeah. girl. She's right here. If you are then disrespecting me, then you and I are going to have a problem. Exactly. She's not in our relationship. It's just like if somebody, if you cheat. My problem is not with this person no. because they have no loyalty to me. No. You're supposed to have loyalty to me. Exactly. I mean, I might still fight a hoe if she knew about me, but. Well, because that's just, I would never it's do. Disrespectful. You, it's disrespectful. Like you wouldn't really but do that. But I'm not before you get your ass whooping. Definitely. For sure. I mean, she might just get, I might take off my glove and slap her across the face. A duel. Yes. (laughs) How dare you? And then continue with that ass whooping with you. Have you seen the new Shonda show? No, but I heard. I have not seen it. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. Just based off. I kind of want to see it. I'm going to watch it. I I know Shonda is going to suck me in. I'm going to be like, ugh, I really. Yes. Um, I sent you a TikTok of a guy describing Oh, okay. I'll yeah. have to watch that. So, it just, his synopsis of the first episode, so. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. So, but I think that is really kind of how it is. It's like, we try, but well, it's a, we always get the, I really just, you know, like us how we are as friends. Friends. Bitch, I don't want to be friends. I don't want to be friends. I only I was really like trying you. to get close to you yeah. so that we could build upon this. Right. I did not get close to you for us to be friends. Like, that's not... Like, do you just be friends with the fucking bitch because you just <laughs> want to be friends? That's... Yeah. Girls don't really go out of their bitch. way to be friends with dudes. No. They don't. I do. Yeah, but I mean, like, at but that yeah, point, yeah, for the most part, if you want to be friends with somebody... Like you've kind you of you don't set make a that. lot of effort, right? It's if like it, it happens naturally, then it happens. But if you're but like kind of going out of your and girls do different things to like I've done be some friends with dudes to be friends. than it is when they're trying to be friends with other girls. I've borderline stalked people to be friends. I'm sure we all have. It's just it's embarrassing. We don't really know when I look way. back and I'm like, girl, that is embarrassing. You and I are not overtly um, flirty. Yes. I was going to say feminine. <laughs> because we're not. We're not. We're like. We're feminine in our own in way. In our own way, but we're not but like. we're not like. We do not come off as damsels in distress. No. And we also have our size on against us. Because just off the rip, people don't think we need help. They don't think we're right. hurting or suffering. And then or, we already lift and all that other stuff. Yeah. And we make it known that we lift. Let's, let's, let's be real. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> we lift. We do. I could deadlift you. Like, some, my husband's like, I need help with this car. And I'm like, why? He's like, because the car, the little kid's car, uh-huh. is 80 pounds. And I'm just like, oh. Oh, Michael. So cute. So cute. <laughs> I think really he did. Yeah, well, I understand why. And it was, it, was it the shave and the stuff? Trying to get it out of the room. Okay. That I did understand. Okay. But, like, moving it from one part. I was like. He's like, I don't need help lifting it. I can lift it. I was like, oh, okay. Because, okay, okay, I mean, okay. you made it sound like you can oh, okay. lift it. And then I, I, won't, gonna... I won't be like, oh. I won't go downstairs and make a face. How can I have the brains and the brawn in this relationship? Seriously. <laughs> Unless it's math. Because he can do some calculations off the top of his head that I'm that's just like, I can't do it. I don't do percentages. I don't do by the white man. sales. I don't do all, all that. was created by the white man. And it is you know, all I can tell you is 25% off is not enough. That's basically all I can tell you. Basically. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't a good 50 to 70% off, mm, I ain't interested. I ain't interested. 
Okay? It needs to be half or more. For me to consider. Okay? Because someone's like, oh, it's a 10%. 10%? The fuck is that? That's Please. half. I'll just find somebody who works here and get that. You know what I mean? I don't... Mm, uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. You can keep that little chump change. Thank you. But, yeah, I just... I think it was just a different situation for us yeah in terms of that and so um it did make my mom happy to hear that i do shoot my shot with black men i think men in general i think she was happy oh no she knows i shoot my shot with oh, okay well I know no, for a while I she's questioning things she doesn't know she hair. thinks she thinks i'm very awkward and she thinks my awkwardness will prevent me from getting a man there are plenty of people who are awkward. <laughs> I know. She thinks she's like I'm awkward. She's like you're a fucking nerdy ass. She she thinks I'm like Big Bang Theory weird. No, I know I'm not. Right, <laughs> but in her mind, yeah, I'm I do that. like a Leonard. Yeah, well, I think my mom probably feels that way too. Yeah, about you know because us and the stuff we like and. It's, <laughs> That's true. Like, my mom's like, I don't understand, like, Harry, the higher Harry Potter obsession. I've literally, every time there's a marathon, I'm watching it. I actually watched it, it on like, Christmas. I'm like, there's something wrong with Harry Potter? I just bought myself, um, <laughs> the sock calendar, advent calendar. Every year it comes out, I buy a new right. one if I don't buy two. Because I always hope that someone's going to get it for me. And, and nobody like, does. So like, I buy it for myself. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> like, my husband is about Star Wars. I'm but like, what's funny is my mom's a science geek, too. But she so tries to hide. Yeah. She's like, ooh, Star Trek. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's my mom. My mom's a Star Trek. I'm, I'm a like, Star, Star Trek person. Um, I mean, the like, new I respect movies, Star Trek, but. I can't watch, the, like, the series. No. I can't get into it. No. But I'm like, that. I, I mean, I'll watch it, but it's not like. Like, I watch Doctor Who and stuff like that. Um. I'm trying to raise my kids right. And if that means I expose them to wizards and shit, then, I mean, it is what it is. I have to hide. They need to have goals and dreams. If 11 comes and they get a letter from Hogwarts, you know, then I've done something right. This is probably why my niece thinks I'm going to hell, though. And they probably will get a letter because one of my friends will be nice enough to send a letter from Hogwarts. You just let me know. (laughs) You know, we will jerry-rig it so it comes through the flu. Put it in the cricket. And the cricket writes it out yep. with the mm-hmm. font. It could look gorgeous. Yes. And then we can get the foil and do a foil scale. Yes. It's like me wanting to stretch out my kids believing in Santa for as long as, as long Like, as let possible. them be kids. Yeah. Let them be kids. Like, someone was like, oh, you should put your child in modeling. And it's like, I would. But it takes away a lot of that. But it takes a lot away a lot of their childhood. It's like, I would love for my kids, but I want my kid to be at a point where they can express that that's what they want to do. Exactly. And that way, when they're done, they're done. Hopefully, maybe a year or two, so they have a little bit of money for the college fund or whatever. But if they want to... know if you need a bodyguard, because you know I live. Yeah, it's like, if they want (laughs) to... They want to have, you know... I would love for them to do stuff like that when they were little. Like, I did modeling when I was a child before I knew, before I got self-conscious about, like, me. Yeah. Um, and pageants and all that crap. I refused to do pageants for my I children. I never did any of that. But, you know, I my grandmother was really big on that kind of stuff. Um, so I did that. I was a Sears model for a while when Sears That's was. That's awesome. Back when Sears was Sears. Yeah. Um, Not like. To today when people are no. like what's a sears exactly sears are shutting down it's very sad but i feel it like is. malls are shutting down they are and they're becoming like flea markets yeah but i don't or like restaurant uh, gardens yeah and and it's it's sad but at the same time it's like 
But do I need to go? As long as Auntie Anne's doesn't close. They can just, they should honestly just be standalone. I, I don't understand why they it's need not. To build one by the I place. feel like they would have more money if they, they were really standalone. Would, because there are so many times that I want a fucking pretzel. Because that cinnamon just floats the in the air. Woo, that cinnamon with that nacho cheese. I can't do that. That's but so good. I don't want a pretzel unless I'm at the mall. Oh, I get random crazy. But like, but I'm saying you smell that cinnamon yes. smell. If they bitch had a drive through, I don't oh, understand. Bitch, it would be over. You I'd know? be like in hives 24-7. Thank you. <laughs> Put an Auntie Anne's and a whatever else that's Sbarro together and call it a fucking the day. Because, you know, people love Sbarro. How do Sbarro. this? I have no idea. You should talk to your dad about franchise. <laughs> How do we put these two things together? Because people Literally. do love a pretzel. They do. And they, and they love just a slice of pizza. And they do not want to go to the fucking mall just to get it. No. That is what has been stopping me from eating mall pretzels. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, like a garlic pretzel person because it reminds me of garlic knots. Mm. And I love a good garlic See, I just want either the salted pretzel just by itself or the cinnamon pretzel with the cheese. See, you're really big on salty sweet. I'm not a salty sweet person. Like, it's salt or sweet, not together. Because, like, like, it's me and trail mix. I don't really do trail mix. I do. But I have been eating the hell out of some Chex. <laughs> I made some Chex mix. Every time someone says Chex, I just, like, in my head, I go, pass the Chex party mix. Do you remember that commercial? No. Oh, I have to pull it up. There's something about, like, corn Chex, because they have a natural sweetness. Yeah. So this bag that I have, because I just dumped the rest of the cereal into a bag, and it's like layered right now, and I'm almost out of corn checks, so it's going into the wheat, and I'm uh-huh. just like, this tastes too healthy. And it's like corn checks. It's is like where it gets caught in your throat. Corn and rice. The wheat, the wheat feels like it just breaks yeah. up and gets caught in your throat. Yeah, it's like corn, rice. Yeah. Those are the two. Uh, wheat isn't even on the list. It's then those pumpernickel chips, <gasps> and then <laughs> I just need a bag of just. Pumpernickel chips. Yes. Chips. Not chicks. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, I was talking to a friend and we we're kind of just talking about the year and it's been hard. Yeah. It's been a hard year for everyone individually and it's been a hard year collectively. And I think that that's actually very interesting because very rarely does everyone have a, a collective crappy year yeah but honestly i was thinking about this the other day too i was like as much as it has been a fucking shit year yeah um it's been great for me bonding with my family with the exception of these past couple of weeks where i wanted to fucking choke them out Uh um but i think about like the time that i got to spend with my nieces because normally I'm so busy with my own social life, I don't get a chance to really stop by and spend time with them and, like, really see them grow. Like, the next time I see them usually is, like, what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and my niece who used to side-eye me because she's like, bitch, who are you? Is, like, now she runs up to me. She's like, TT, TT. Yeah. And I'm like, it just makes my heart happy. I think that's what I, you know... I think I'm not, I think people are more realizing that they've had this opportunity to spend time with their families, but also realizing how short Mm -hmm. life is. And 
I've said this to people as people have said it to me having children. It's like the days are long, but the years are very short. They are. And you hear that, but when you actually are around children, you see it. Yep. It's not even being a parent. It's just being around kids. Yep. Like you're seeing it with your niece. You see that with my kids. Yep. And it's like two days ago. Like you'll send a picture. She wasn't doing this. Yeah. And now she's doing it. Like you'll send a picture from like me seeing them within five days and I'm like what the fuck yeah yeah or like I'll go to my niece like Thanksgiving she wasn't clearly saying tt tt mm-hmm. and actively calling me that and now it's like every five seconds she's running up to me saying tt and like getting ready to snitch on someone yeah or something well it's like my um my daughter never really called my sister auntie mm-hmm. ever right and she did the other day And that's because she's seeing her more often. Right. And I think that's kind of an incentive Mm -hmm. for her to show up and be around. I know it is for me, so I can only imagine. Yeah. So it's, it's, it has been hard. It has been rough, but I think a lot of people have realized a lot of things about themselves or discovered Mm -hmm. new things or realized what they want to change in order to make themselves happier yeah. I think a lot of people have realized I change, honestly I would not change this past year as rough as, as it has been there's a couple of things I would change like people I have lost yeah. maybe um, definitely would change that but overall um, the experience that I've had it sucks not being as active as I am because you know I've, yeah. I was out every weekend almost you were yeah. your well, social was life during, was crazy yeah I was out like during the week sometimes yeah. but I, I, I honestly wouldn't change it. No. Yeah. I would have signed up for Rosetta Stone because I would have learned a new language by now. We but that's pretty much... <laughs> very true. <laughs> but I really think that that's the only thing I probably would have done differently. Um, I realized that I don't want to do things that make me unhappy anymore. Exactly. And I think that that's important. Yeah. Um, I... I know a lot and of I don't want toxic and, people in my life. And I, no. I hate to sound no, like a card or whatever, they, they, but it's like, like I don't you, want it. You know, like, one of the friends in my group I had the biggest crush on for, like, yeah. years. And, like, this past year has made me realize, no. But also, if you don't hear from people... Well, it's not It's not just that. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying that yeah. that didn't happen, but I'm saying that... Some time has gone by since I've heard from some people. Yeah. And that tells me where we stand. Like, there are certain people that you only hear from once uh, every in a blue moon. And you know that that's where your relationship is, and it's fine. Yeah. And then there are people who you hear from all the time. And then there were the people who were kind of in between. And this year, to me, kind of weeded them out. Yeah. And, you know, I have I have someone like that, my friend in Jersey. Mm-hmm. I have not heard from her since her birthday in July. Yeah. Her grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. I found that on social media. Granted, it's not about me. No. But like... But it's like, I, if you think... We're, I thought we were close to where you I would... Met her I would find this out. Like, like I tell me. Yeah. yeah. Like, her grandmother would always ask about me. That's where we were. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it kind of sucks. And I'm just like... Mm. And then I look back at some things, some of the conversations we had, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. Like, if she does reach out to me, we're gonna have to have a serious talk about things. Yeah. So I think this 
year has changed me a lot. Uh, I've definitely become a little bit more militant than I ever thought I was going to be. So militant. a lot of things. (laughs) Like, we were already a little militant to begin with, but whoo! Yeah. Um, If there weren't a pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) you know, but I feel like renewed purpose. Yeah, I feel like I know. Things. I know for sure, one hundred percent, what I stand for, and what I don't stand for, and what I'm not going to tolerate. And exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. and the stuff that I do not stand for and tolerate has no place in my life. Yeah, and I've made it very clear with those people. Yep. Uh huh. Same. Same. So, so. Yeah. All in all, you know, it's been a great year. I will say that. Given the circumstances. Given the circumstances. It has been a great year. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, 2020 was horrible. Because I don't I, I don't want to look back and think this was the worst year of my life. Because no. it honestly was a year of growth for me. And yes. it was a year that I feel like I've become a best version. Look, look, we started this. Yeah. Like, and we I managed like- to maintain it through 2020. And slowly build it throughout. Yeah. I mean... I feel like I've become the best version of myself to an extent mm-hmm. um, that I could build within a year. Yeah. So... And I feel like 2021, new year, new me. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> because I'm going to continue I will review that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> will not... <laughs> That's a toxic statement, and yeah, I won't have it. it. Okay, yes. I take it back. I take it back. have no place. 2021, I will continue this momentum to build upon that. There you go. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you're new me. It's toxic. <laughs> we have to unlearn all of that shit yeah, from our... That from, basic bitch shit. We gotta unlearn it. Unlearn <laughs> it, guys. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Social Drinkers. I hope you've enjoyed this 2020 with us and this experiment that we venture down on on a whim to talk about beer and bullshit basically basically i hope you follow us on all the social medias at the.social.drinkers email us at socialdrinkerspod at gmail.com and i hate to say it but we'll see see you in the new year. year